This is Tylee. Oh, hey guys, this is Hannah Hustle. And this is the I Know That's Right podcast. Hey guys. Um, this week is a little bit different because our dear and near host, Hannah Hustle, is in the Virgin Islands living it <laughs> up. Um and so we're going to be doing this episode via Zoom, but it's still going to have all the vibes. No need to worry. Thank you for joining us for Trending Topics. I'm just getting my notes up. It's been... Yes, you um, guys. Every Saturday at 4 o'clock, well, 3, 4, we're going to be having our Trending Topics. Thanks for everybody that's been sharing every Saturday and tuning in. We do talk about some of the juiciest of the juiciest topics. The, the juiciest, heavy on that. <laughs> um, but <laughs> this week, we are going to be discussing first and foremost what um, I would like to say is just rest in peace, Cicely Tyson. Um, rest Absolutely. in peace, the great. And I can only think of his last name right now. That's why I shouldn't be drinking. King. What's his name? Who? You know who I'm talking about, Gabe. King. He just died. The interview man. Oh, Larry King. Larry King. Yes. And that's very disrespectful. Oh, that yeah, I forgot Larry his name. Look, yes, I'm like, it's yes, very yes. disrespectful, but Larry is very common. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. Larry King. But today, Definitely. I think our first topic would is going to have to be T.I. and Tiny. Are you caught up oh, on the yes. drama? Definitely. And the words of Kanan, whatever it is, they did that shit. I think, mm. so do I think it's to the extent of what people are making it seem? No. And for those of mm. you who don't know, um, over the weekend, there was allegations that came from somebody, to my understanding, that ran with T.I. and Tiny, used to be friends, was friends, somehow was in their inner circle and now saying that T.I. pulled a gun out on her on their face and is posting like 15, I think like between 15 and 30 other allegations of young women and women in general saying that they were drugged, raped, or lured into situations that they didn't want to be in by not only T.I., including Tiny. And um, mm -hmm. as far as the threesomes, the drugs, the, the sexual lifestyle, I do believe it was there. But as far as forcing, unwarranted, beating, rape, I don't know. I, I don't think so. I don't get them vibes, but I feel like through the TV show, through conversations, through music, it's it's clear that that is the kind of relationship that they have. But one thing that kind of stood out to me, just as a reality TV connoisseur, I consider myself, do you remember <laughs> on Real Lives of Atlanta when Portia accused Candy and her husband of doing the same thing? Of trying yep. to get her high on drugs to have some kind yep. of freaky situation. So, mm -hmm. <clears throat> not COVID. <laughs> it's a cough. <laughs> Damn, bitch. You know you got to let people know it's not COVID when you cough. But um, right, do you think it's a coincidence that they were accused of the same thing? Like, oh, Hollywood's crazy. Or is it more so Hollywood's crazy and y'all into the same thing? Because keep in mind, they were accused of the same thing. They were are still our close friends were in the same group live in the same state have the same circle of friends so it's like it, it made me think back to it like damn maybe it did yeah, happen like that true. Mm -hmm. yeah i feel like um at the end of the day you got to be really careful with how you do shit especially when it comes to like yeah everybody does coke so you see a lot of the females saying like they took coke willingly or they were taking molly willingly and like shit like that. So now that 
they're using that as a tactic to be like, well, I woke up and I couldn't remember anything. So now it just kind of seems like I don't know what happened. So some some people are saying they don't they don't know what happened. Some people are saying, oh, yeah, I woke up next to this person, but I still don't remember what happened. So I feel like you have to be very careful when it comes to using drugs in a situation, especially something that could possibly sedate someone or give them memory loss, because that way they can say, I don't know what happened. So I feel like that can also be a gateway to something that could be very negative. But at the same time, I've seen a lot of females saying that they took drugs willingly. So, I mean, I don't, I guess it's just all about how you do shit. Uh, as far as the rape allegations, they don't, I've seen, have you seen someone saying that outrightly they got raped or that they couldn't remember? What I've been seeing is that they were lured somewhere. There was tons of drugs. I've seen girls who are saying, I was only 16 at the time and they brought me back to the stage. We were young. R. Kelly allegations, literally the same stories and storylines I've seen for a lot of the things that they were saying about R. Kelly, I'm seeing about T.I. and Tiny just in a threesome group setting. But something else that I've seen was that the woman, the Glam University, whatever her at name is, people deliberately text their friends like, hey, I'm going to make up a story, send it to her and see if she posts it. And the one, it, it's, over, it's over four stories that she's posted that isn't real. Just people saying, coming up with a fabrication. This is the reason why. This so, is the reason why. So it's so I, I can't say I believe all of it. And then also back to Shekinah, who helped and didn't help. She made it clear that threesomes and, and whatever the fuck they say going on was going Which on. Been new. But been she new was that. saying it like the woman who's making who's reporting all these allegations, you're the one who who was recruited bitches for him. Why ain't you say you was eating this and doing that and was a part of it? And so I was just like, oh but So then, basically like the Harvey Weinstein situation. Like oh, no, how he hired no. the girl to basically, basically but not on that girl. extent. I think it's more so like you and your girl on some Tyra, I know you be with all the bitches that's down. Bring some bitches to me type stuff. Not more, mm. I'm a pedophile and I want to sell girls. I don't think that that's what they're trying to push about T.I. and Tiny, that they like had a sex ring and were selling people. I don't think that was going on. I think there's some overly freaky people. They're people of a certain stature. T.I. and Tiny can't walk up to just any person and be like, hey, you want to join us? They're probably sending a third person to do that or to, to right. scope out the setting because even regular people can't be like, hey, you want to join us and it not get everywhere, you know? So that, that's what right. I think it was. I think it was someone who they thought they trusted to recruit people for a part of their lifestyle that they wanted regularly. Like to me, it just seems like this is something that T.I. wanted normally or even Tiny because... To to the Family Hustle TV show when she tried to drop that album and she had that separate personality where she had the whips and chains and was a dominatrix and all this stuff. And that was on their TV show that she was showing this side of her. She's so fucking ugly to be doing all of that. I don't... And th what I think is true is I don't think Tiny would be... Like, look how she looks or would have this personality we see her to have if T.I. wasn't into stuff like this. Like, oh, of course. Th throughout all the stories of people saying, like, yeah, we had a threesome and then T.I. made her watch and all this stuff. So that makes me think, like, oh, that's why she's been changing her looks and doing all this because it's like you just seem to be more pleased with other people. Because one thing about me, if we're going to have a threesome, please don't ever think I'm going to just sit and watch <laughs> when, when you want to finish because you're not finishing with nobody else. <laughs> Sorry. But um, I think I, I think it's true to a certain extent. I think it's exaggerated. I, and then even what T.I. explained, because he also said the same thing that we're saying, like, yeah, we have threesomes, we do freaky stuff. But what she's saying we did, it didn't happen like that. And I think that um, 
it is her trying to, for one, put a jacket on them and to pull them into court. Because even if all this is a lie, they, what T.I. says, like she can go to court and sue them for calling her a liar. And now the court has to prove that she is or is not a liar. It's just a whole debacle that is going to cause someone or everyone money. And that's what I think it's more so right. about. And it also just kind of makes me wonder with... Um, she kind of saying that the woman used to be a part of the relationship and is obsessed with Tiny and like just a whole bunch of stuff where it just isn't making sense. And you know, I love me some gossip in the city. V said it ain't yeah. true. And if V said it ain't true, I believe her. True. That ain't true. <laughs> and that's, that's, Facts. that's that on that. Um, yeah. I don't think that it's true either. I think that a lot of the stories are fabricated. I think that a lot of stories that come from a lot of these like rape allegations and stuff like that are, I don't think, I think that some stories are true. Definitely. It took somebody to speak up and speak their truth. But at the same time, I don't think that every single one of the stories that people are coming out with are true. Exactly. And I think that it was just somebody seeing like um, some bait and was like, okay, let me hop on this train. Because even with people right. who, who we know to be guilty, Bill Cosby, R. Kelly, we know they are guilty of the crimes that they're in jail for. But we also know some of the people, multiple of the people that came forward were lying or over-exaggerating exactly. their story. So I don't think anything less of this. And I think it's 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 a very bad culture for the Me Too movement is to keep allowing people without, and it's hard to have someone prove you were raped. Prove this happened five years ago. I never right. want to put a woman it's in that. It's damn near offensive. Yeah, to, it's, it's offensive to do, to do that, but it's also offense. Like how, how are we supposed to monitor these kind of like situations right. if everybody can come forward and with the story and we automatically believe them because they're a woman. I don't feel that's right. Not that it's not fair to the man because some of these people are predators, rapists, and, and terrible people. But sometimes these people aren't and it's being exaggerated. So I just feel like there needs to be some kind of mediator, coach, or some kind of rules as far as investigation and so forth before doing it. Like I know when it comes to our court, you're innocent until proven guilty. But tell me something and you guilty until proven innocent. That's how most people mm. think. So I, um, I think that there needs to just be... Like in these situations, I feel like if she had all these stories instead of posting it on Instagram for everybody to see, bring this to a judge, bring this to a lawyer, bring this to an investigator, somebody that can tell you this was made up, this was true, or this is concrete and we can use this in court. I don't know about this, so let's not bring this up. And then bring up the stories that actually hold merit to it. All of these extra stories, it makes right. you look like a clown. It makes the situation look like a clown. And then you never said you had sex with both of them. So now you just goofy. Are you mad or... Were you abused? That's what I think the Sabrina, like, what happened with the Sabrina girl? Like, did they fall out? Like, something, something happened between her and Tiny or what the fuck? Like, what made her just kind of, like, come out and say, like... From oh, my understanding, this, this has been going on for years, that she's been, quote, unquote, stalking them, in a sense. Um, so, so what, look, what I understand that happened is that they were friends or whatever in the same circle. They fell out. And mm -hmm. ever since then, she has been like making allegations and just trying to make the Harris's T.I. and Tiny look bad. And now to this extent. And then she said like T.I. held pulled a gun out on me 15 years ago. But you seen Tiny post all of those comments like he pulled a gun out on you. But just two years ago, you were saying thank you. He's such a great man. So forth and so on. So even that looks crazy. Mm. But then but then people are going to say Stockholm Syndrome. You, you love your abusers, et cetera, et cetera. But come on now. It, it's not the same as R. Kelly. You weren't living with T.I. and Tiny for 15 years and, and don't know anything else but them. You're a grown woman. So I would 
assume that if you were abused, raped, or had a gun pulled out on you, that you wouldn't have stopped. You wouldn't keep going back or commenting on social media stuff saying that he's such a good, he's such a great man and you love the Harrison so much just a couple years ago that doesn't make any sense. Before we go to the next um, topic, my question to you is, is in those situations, does that take away from, so say if everything she says is true about her interaction with them, does, are they still guilty and still deserve jail time if she decided to come back and befriend them later? So say no, I don't know. No, they don't deserve jail time. Cause bitch, why the fuck would you, like you said, Stockholm syndrome only would go so far. I mean, I really can't say that to be a fact because I've never been abused, sexually abused, or, you know, have Stockholm syndrome or knew anybody personally that dealt with that. But at the same time, I don't think that they would, she would be able to go back and be friends with them if she really had like ill feelings towards them. Like you're now you're saying like, I'm breaking out of my Stockholm syndrome. If I did have any, I'm telling, I'm snitching, I'm gathering all my victims and witnesses and making sure that everything is everything. So I feel like, no, they don't deserve jail time. If she would try to go back and retract her story or go back and retract and be like, Oh, actually, you know, we're back friends or whatever the case may be. Cause I'm not sure about the whole falling out of the situation, but yeah, I just don't think that it would ever be the same. And she could just run back to them and be cool and be friends and be associates or even run in the same groups because them are some large allegations. And you gathered people. If T.I. Yeah. didn't pull a gun out on you, I wouldn't blame him if he did now. Cause stop fucking playing with me. Yeah. It's females on them threads on, on social media. Like, making up hella stories. And so, you gotta think, like, I, I don't know, and there's people on social media, like, even from the people who are saying, like, I'm gonna write her a fake story and see if she posted it, you can go to T.I.'s page and see the stories that people prove, like, this is fake, I wrote it, and she posted it, but it's just like, why do you even wanna do that? Because, you know, like... That's what I was just like, say, like, like, why even do that, though? Like, why even clout chase to that extent where you're like, oh, don't show my face or don't show... Who I am, but say this and make up a story so that you can get a little bit of Instagram clout or whatever the case may be. Like, what is the point of that? It's it's very weird, and I feel like it's disrespectful to victims of real situations. And if Ti and Tiny are just anybody in general, if there are real victims, you're doing them a what's the word? Disinjustice, injustice, the wrong thing. Injustice, injustice. <laughs> look like you doing the wrong yeah, thing. Yeah, no, at the end for real. And it makes it hard for us to believe shit like that, and we don't want to take it out on actual real victims. But it's hard to decipher who's clout chasing now and who's actually being genuine about their story because I mean. Social media is it's a nasty drug. Clout is a nasty drug. So it's so it's nasty hard that these decipher. people are are feeding off the energy the the glam university is getting because some of these people are being anonymous with their fake stories, but they're so invigorated by oh her story got a million views. Oh she's getting thirty thousand views on her post. I'm a part of that. They're seeing my story like that. It clout is so nasty that they don't even know it's your face behind the story, but you are so excited because you generated these numbers essentially. Um, yeah, it's but this week in news, I feel like has been very dark because our next topic mm. is the ne- um, it's the NFL player Chad Wheeler and his domestic relationship with his girlfriend that hasn't been getting any attention through social media. Um, I think after social media news outlets and blogs or wherever got like backlash, like, hey, you guys, they said this happened a while ago, right? Yes, but live. 
before um, we get into this, I have to let you know, we have like about five minutes left. So if you get really deep into the story, please feel free to follow us on Apple Podcasts, IKTR Podcasts, YouTube, IKTR Podcasts. The full episode will be there in the rest of our dialogue. Um, the trending topics are really just an insight to a little small piece of what our show is, and we hope to get you to listen to the whole one. So please follow, like, subscribe, share, do what you got to do, but you won't yeah. be able to get all the news here. Sorry. Not even a little bit. No, yeah, <laughs> our, our full episodes are also out on Wednesday, you guys. I always say that every episode, so make sure that y'all check us out. I do make social media posts, and we make social media posts to try to get everybody hyped up about the um, releasing on Wednesdays. But yes, Wednesday mornings is when you guys would be able to know hear it all Wednesdays. the rest of our dialogue. I think. Comment below if you got something better. But um, back to Ch- <laughs> back to Chad Willard though. Um, they, it wasn't getting that much media attention. I do. I don't know if it was because it was a white man or because the abused person was a black mm. woman. So I I, I can't say mm-hmm. I know because who what what who was the NFL player that beat up his wife in the elevator? Ray Rice. Okay, that was a black man. Yep, black man, black woman. Okay, okay. Um, I I don't know. I can't say because I feel like situations like this with football players are usually put on a bigger platform because I didn't know anything about this. And even right now, I only know what I was able to find on the shade room in in Instagram hidden blog pages, like as far as big news. Oh, honey, when when that shit happened with Ray Rice, Ray Ray Rice's wife literally had to tell them like, Stop trying to pursue a story. Stop trying to make me press charge. She literally made a social media post like, "Stop trying to make me press charges against my man." Like, it's not happening. I don't care. And I they, they even made a Law and Order SVU episode about the altercation. So with this altercation mm-hmm. happening, there's no media light on it at all. And I don't know if you guys seen pictures of the woman. She she's not as beat up as Rihanna was, but it's it's close. She she is like you can see that she was definitely Why you think that blood that bitch look like that bitch looked dead. In the post I seen, I don't think she looked as worse as Rihanna, but not to say either situation was worse because from my understanding is that he beat her to the point she she was unconscious. He thought she was dead. He continued to eat breakfast. And then when she woke up from from being unconscious, he said, oh, shit, I thought you were dead. So, nigga, I, you was just going to eat breakfast with a dead body right here? That's what you was going to do? Narcissistic sociopath shit. And then, and then even to, like, ESPN and all of these outlets that are posting it, they're posting him looking smiley, looking happy, looking outgoing, just like he could never do it. And it's like, this nigga was eating breakfast with what he thought was a dead body. Like, what? And It's I, weird. I, I'm telling you. Like... He was heartless to tell. It's just the way that he went about himself in the whole situation. And then the fact that he tried to like apologize after it like blew up on social media. Like, oh, I'm sorry to the fans or anybody that I heard. Blah, 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 blah. Like, no. The, the fans. I, as a fan, I don't want an apology. Face. You didn't beat me. <laughs> don't say sorry right. to me. Be apologetic to that woman you beat. Be apologetic to her family. Be apologetic to her children if she have any. Be apologetic to her and the people that care about her. You don't need to be sorry for me because you are a piece of shit. Like that's right. just him trying to retain his 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 sponsorships Image. or money mm-hmm. or whatever. And I don't I don't I didn't know who you were before. Don't know who you are now and really don't give a fuck. But what stands out most to me is I know he's not gonna be put out the NFL. And I could say that to even people like Ray Rice or they let know, him go. The the well the Seahawks started by letting him go. Did they? So they released him from his contract. Oh. 
immediately. Yeah. Okay. The Seahawks and they 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 definitely they deal with enough when it comes to like Marshawn Lynch and shit. Like they were even trying to 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 find him for stupid shit. So if they weren't gonna get rid of dude for these type of allegations, then they would have been facing some heat. We, I think that's the only reason why they let him go so quick and so swiftly. But yeah, they definitely um let him go from his contract. To, to Chad Wheeler though, can we call his situation allegations because we have photographic proof and he has apologized for what happened. So it's not really allegations. You did that shit. Yeah, he needs to be taken to jail and he needs to be being charged. I don't think that they picked up charges. And with yeah, those situations, I just, though, I think with football players specifically, that they use the um, physical contact that they experience during their career as um, a cradle or a safe jacket around them. Because when he goes to court, it's going to – he's had so many concussions. He's not mentally stable because even to Aaron Hernandez, that was a big part mm-hmm. of what he did to him joining gangs and et cetera was the the, the head trauma he had. So I do think that right. just with any football player, they're going to use that as a scapegoat to say, oh, mm-hmm. he, he's hurt his head so many times. He's not thinking right. But it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I just don't feel like um, he should be in jail for suspicion of domestic violence or domestic assault. I feel like he needs to be charged with the crime. Um, clearly the crime was done. I mean, she has the, the photos and things like that. And I'm pretty sure it's not the first time that it happened. So I hope that when they go to court, cause you know, one abuser is just not, it's not just the one time, especially the way he acted about the situation and went on about the situation after he did what he did with her. There's I think, no way I think that, that was that the final was the time. time. I think it was, it was, it was more so like, damn, I'm tired of being this bitch. Let me just yeah. get, get rid of her. I don't think shit. it was the first time. So hopefully when they go to court, she'll have like, you know what I'm saying? Like evidence. And hopefully she got a good ass motherfucking lawyer. Like, cause like you said, they're going to go to court and in defense, they're going to try to use the fact that he plays football, that he may have something wrong with his brain. They're going to have people coming in and talking about that shit and the PTSD and whatever that shit's called with the I have, they I have two points to make for one, um, back to the T.I. Tiny situation. This woman... And I'm not a clinical professional or anything, but this woman may actually have Stockholm Syndrome with it being that this is somebody she was in a romantic relationship and I'm not sure for how long, but she may <laughs> feel some kind of love or some kind of understanding or, or know he gets angry or whatever she thinks justifies it. She may feel like it's justifiable and not want to move forward. But I feel like if the woman herself doesn't, not woman, the victim in this situation doesn't want to hold him accountable, that the NFL needs to do more to hold their players accountable not only accountable but also prevent and help them with these mental health conditions that come from the sport um i feel like they don't do enough mm-hmm. to make sure that these players are speaking to therapists are are getting the right mental help after seeking mm-hmm. or having a major head injury i feel like they're just making sure that they're ready to continue the sport but not making sure that they're ready to continue life um with their family right. friends other jobs because even when some of these players speak they sound so dumb like are you guys not they do doing anything to, to make sure they know. And even with um, boxing to Javante Davis, like, can someone please get him a tutor? Please? Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah, I, I agree to that um, extent, too. They are definitely um, making sure. It's like back in the day when they would do shit with slaves. Like, make sure you're continuing to be able to work and you're able to make me money. But I really don't give a fuck about you being able to read, write, spell, have an articulate conversation, know all your words. Like, they don't really give a fuck. 
you know what I'm saying? I so feel I feel like, like right now with the NFL specifically, they take matters differently than, than the NBA. And it's been proven like point in case again, again, and again over the years. Like they don't take the same accountability as other sports players, you know, organizations. They just don't. The NFL but just I don't think give it's because no they're they're usually are dealing with um I don't want to call anybody dumb, but I think that they're dealing with people who are at a different intellectual level because basketball isn't as physical as football. And oftentimes people who do basketball, they're very vocal in other areas like LeBron James and all the people who go on to be entrepreneur, business owners, um, ph mm -hmm. philanthropists, <laughs> philanthropists in their own rights. And I feel like because NFL players, usually people who play football, they're forced more so to know the sport, be good at the sport. And because of the physical injuries, their their mental isn't already there. So they're not used to dealing with people that demand these kind of things or people that care about it. So I think football players are much more cash cows than basketball players are. Absolutely. Yes, they both I do bring in money. Yes, they probably aren't valued to their full extent. But because they think these football players are dumber, they don't deal with it the same way. And I think because the intellectual thoughts aren't there, it gets dealt with that way. Because when you hear about the NFL and like backlash about how things work, it comes from usually the outside, you know? Um, mm -hmm. It's not really from players saying, I don't like this. And even when Marshawn Lynch is complaining, it's not the most intellectual <laughs> dialogue. Yeah. It's, 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 right. not the, it's not the most in-depth. It's not the, I mean, Colin Kaepernick, you know, like not to say every football player is dumb, but I think that there is a certain stereotype that the um that we Absolutely. see for them and that the league assumes they are. And even when you look at the old uh like when you look at movies and shit like that, the way they portray for football players like jocks being stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like shit like that. Like it's definitely a stigma behind the way football players act and especially the way that you know, the NFL is holding people accountable for what they do. And like you said, if it hadn't been a Ray Rice situation again, that lady literally had to reach out to people and tell them, like, I'm not pressing charges. Stop fucking contacting me. He did what he did. And I don't have anything else to say about this shit. Leave us alone. Like, to the point where they were trying to, like, get this woman to pick up charges against her man, even though she wasn't trying to. And I don't think that they're going to pressure that other girl into doing anything like that. I feel like if she says, like, hey, actually, I don't really want to press charges right now. I just was mad at the point. I'm sorry. We're going to go back into our private life. They're not going to try to pursue it and make it another and make it a big story. Because right now, you can even watch the Ray Rice elevator video on the Internet. It's still it's still floating around on the Internet. I was going to say, one thing I can say, though, is I think, I don't think that it's as quiet kept because it's a white man, a white man and a black woman. I think it's just because it's a white man, because I think if it was a white man and Absolutely. a white woman, we wouldn't know about it at all. I think if it was two white people, we would not know nothing Absolutely. But if it, it was a black man and a white woman, or even oh. a black man and a black woman, you wouldn't know. That's the, it would be plastered all, everywhere. So it, it just really goes to show... Um, I don't know what it goes to show. It goes to show shit be fucked up <laughs> at the end of the day. And, yes. I, and I think that um, media outlets need to do more. Because as far as NFL, they have their own problems how they need to deal with and regulate things. But media outlets, like, we're, we are me podcasts, blogs, news, whoever. We're the people that's supposed to let 
people on social media, whoever know about these things, if it's not being highlighted everywhere. And when we fail, our bigger outlets fail to do so, you're doing the people in injustice. And I feel like you're doing your brand or your career path in justice by picking and choosing who you want to speak about or what you want to speak about. Um, if you're here to relay news, relay opinions, trending topics, whatever, then do so. Don't pick so off of race, gender, religion, or whatever case may be, because do you really care about what you're doing then or what right. people find out about? And you know what's funny that we kind of skipped over that I kind of want to talk about a little bit, just a little bit, is um, the JoJo Siwa situation and the LGBTQ stuff that she got going on. I don't. It's like, okay, for I see. Do you feel like it's a social agenda? I see. Do I think the little girl's really gay? Yes. Do. <sighs> no. Okay, so with JoJo Siwa or whatever, to me, it's a very hard situation to talk on when it comes to all of the lesbian, gay, transgender or whatever um, personalities. It's hard for us to even hold a, a, a dialect about it because we're because not we're not from that. You don't want to be generation. You don't want to be offensive. It's so it's so easy. And let's just not even be let's not even be funny right now. It's so easy to offend a person that's gay or that's a part of that community because they're always offensive about something. And I can say that because. I am bisexual myself. And I feel like a lot of people that are from that community get so fucking offended so quick that anything that we say about them or anything, that if we decide to have an opinion, it's like, if they get offended about it. I feel like it's a very <laughs> complex culture to understand. And it's a very new culture. Um, and they and they compare it to things like being a woman or being a minority or, or whatever it is. And it's just not the same because you're creating a whole new, I have to, learn new verbs and, and new and new things to call you pansexual transsexual asexual and, and it's just a lot to digest and it's all so new so you can't be offended for people not being educated on something that that's not as that's old so as I, I'm I'm 24 years old lgbqia is not even 24 years old no no that is it, the, I'm trying to be politically correct they added those extra letters oh they did yeah I, I don't oh. know if it's QIA, but they added they added some letters. They added some oh. letters. They added some letters. And even to that, it's, it's, it's hard for people to understand. And I feel like when they take people not understanding as being disrespectful, but when it comes to the depiction of them in cartoons, television, or even young children speaking out about their sexual preferences, mm. I feel two ways. I do feel that when it comes to children, that when you expose them to certain things, that it becomes an option for them. Um, mm -hmm. And so by saying that, I think that if when I was younger, if in every television show I was seeing there was lesbian couples or gay couples or whatever, whenever in my life I decided to experience, exper I may have decided to experiment with that sooner than later because I'm seeing mm -hmm. it depicted everywhere. So I may feel like, let me see if I like it, you know? Um, right. But I guess for people who grow up gay and never had those depictions and all they ever seen was man and woman, traditional families, and still ended up gay, that thought process obviously can be right because people right. still ended up gay. Um, right. I, I just think that when it comes to kids that we should just keep them sheltered from certain things and not to say being home 
homosexual or transsexual or part of that community is something to be protected from, but it's so new. Not every family is ready to have those conversations. Not every family understands. So for people of that community that thinks that people um, are against them, are disrespectful, imagine if someone is watching TV with their kids and someone who is homophobic or whatever and sees you come on their screen and now they have this outrage that their child is going to pick up on because it was forced into their right. home, not something that they yep. allowed. And, and again, I guess... It's vice versa as well for man and woman. But from my point of view, the reason I think that man and woman relationships shouldn't be deemed as disrespectful or forcing um, forcing a culture on somebody is because, like, it's natural. You know, like, that's the only natural way a child could be born. So it's the only natural thing that makes sense. But it's not the only way to live. So I don't think that. I, right. I, so I think when people are pushing that, it's just science. Man plus woman. Sperm, womb, makes a baby. But you do have the option to be with a woman. As a man, you have Mm -hmm. the option to be with a man. And I feel like Mm -hmm. by... I, I just feel like by exposing that in cartoons and music, it, it's it's very confusing to a child who's just trying to learn the basics, you know? I feel right. like once a child is 12, go ahead. Anything flies in their TV show. But when it comes to... El- Elmo has parents who are on opioids. Elmo's have gay couples and it's a it, it is good to get children to understand this but we also live in the real world they're going to see gay couples at the grocery store they're they're, they're going to mm-hmm. have friends who parents are on drugs and i feel like that's a conversation that parents need to have with their children and explain that to Absolutely. them but i'm also saying this as a person who's active in their child's life there's other parents who work three jobs every day and don't have that time to explain those things so the only kind of education they get is from television so it's it's a very gray area for me I personally wish it was less in my children's face so I don't have to always answer these questions literally just this week I had to explain to Mello why a man was kissing another man it was not a problem with me he just didn't understand it and he really really wanted to understand but he's fucking five so I don't know how to explain Mm. that in the most the most understandable way. Like, you know, this is what some people yeah. like. And he, he was still confused. Right. <laughs> and so, and like he just what? like, yeah, he was just like, okay, all right, I guess. And, and he just walked off and went about his day. And, and, you know, luckily I'm the kind of person who isn't going to be like, ah, that's wrong. Cause it's not, but I, I guess it's just the conversation that you're forcing in people's homes before they're ready to have that. I would rather yeah. have seen it in person and told Mel like, Hey, that's how they live their life. You respect it. People like what they like. If you don't like that, that's on you. If you do, I still love you the same. But I just, I, I don't feel like his favorite TV show giving him that depiction is yeah. what I want. And it has nothing to do with me being homophobic. I have no problem with it. I have friends who are gay and, and have partaken in, in homosexual activities. I have no problem with it. I just think that um, it's a different culture. Just how in school they don't want us to teach kids about God. So maybe in television we shouldn't post push homosexuality or transgender. It, it's it's very complex. <laughs> it's yeah. a lot. Um, I think that the JoJo Siwa stuff, it definitely pushed um a conversation into my house. Um and me being um bisexual after I was heterosexual for a long time. Um, I think that my daughter wanted to have the conversation with me, but it was something that we never really talked about because I've only been in a monogamous relationship um, bisexually for on and off for two years. So I think it wasn't something that 
we were I was really ready to have with her but she did come to me and ask me about it after the Jojo Siwa stuff um broke on the internet and then um her her first question and her only question was do I support the people in the LGBTQ community and I just think that my daughter was just a little bit blind to the fact that you know technically I'm a part of the community so it it um definitely brought a conversation into our house um we definitely sat down and talked about it a little bit and I don't know I I kind of I didn't feel embarrassed about it but at the same time I felt like you weren't ready to talk the about stuff it stuff with Jojo Siwa is very like I think it's a social agenda because it definitely pushed the question in my house and I'm not saying it's a bad thing I'm not saying it's either or but I do feel like it's a social agenda especially and I can't say if it's derogatory or if it's positive, but it's definitely Especially something. how influential somebody like her is, you right. know, like I just feel like it was something that should have been thought about in a deeper process. If she was going to come out, it should have been, hey, this is who I am. This is how it works. This is this. This is that. Like it should have been a whole explanation video behind it. Right. So when Lexi in your situation came to you, hey, mom, do you support this? She could have been like, I know this. I know this. I know this. This is what the L stands for. You should explain to children what it is because now all little girls are seeing is, oh, I think that girl's pretty. Do I like her? Because that's literally a thought that girls go through without even having it plastered over TV, you know? So yeah. I just feel like there should be more education behind it before throwing it in somebody's face because in real life when we see it, that's an educational moment. I can let my child know, my sibling know, my niece, nephew, whoever know, hey, this is someone's lifestyle. This is how it works. When you grow up, you'll find out. Because even to me, I don't think as a third, fourth, second, whatever age group that she's like targeted towards, that boyfriend, girlfriend, however it works, is on the top of their mind. And I don't want it to be. So, But I, it is, though. Because me and my one, one of my friends were just having a conversation that she just actually came out with a card game that was targeted. I think the ages were between like six and something else. And the, the, a lot of people were outraged with some of the questions that were being asked in this game. Like, um, have you ever been arrested? Or uh, do you do something uh, bad when someone's not, have you ever done something bad when someone's not looking? And, you know, stuff like that. I think that a lot of the questions that were asked in that game are, it's very unclear about what type but of age group she's trying to target. I think it's because she's unclear because, Jojo Siwa is 17 turning 18 years old, but her targeted audience is six to 10 years old. Her family and her team needs to needs to allow her to grow with her her image to grow with her age. It's it's not okay for her to be 17-year-old talking to my 10-year-old daughter or my 10-year-old cousin. You guys don't have the same interests, you don't have the same experiences. It, it's not the same thing. Asking a 16-year-old have they ever been arrested is a completely different question from asking a 10-year-old or a six-year-old right. that. Because what the hell? Are you talking about? No, I haven't. Yeah, no, I'm never going people to. People was like outraged. Some parents were like, oh my fucking God. Like they was going crazy. So, so I, like, I think it has more so. The game was just like super. And, and with super. her, I don't know much about her background because I have sons, not really daughters. And my sisters aren't really interested in her. But I wish I knew more about like um her, the parents behind the scene. Like are they Tiger Woods type parents? Like you do YouTube. So you do that YouTube titch and you be 10 forever. Because, you know, it kind of does yeah. seem like someone's pushing that on her. Like, this right. is who you are. This is your image. And until you don't look like it no more, 
this is what you do. And I think that's just kind of what's happening. That's why she's coming out now because she's not, she doesn't look like a little kid anymore. Didn't she just get she a doesn't. fucking car? I think she drives. Oh yeah, Tesla. Yeah, she drives. So it's like she's she she needs to be touching an older audience. And if her audience was growing with her, which I think with social media, it does have the option to her family yeah. or her chose. It's not to, like back in the day how like they were doing like Bow Wow. Like, yeah, and Bow like Bow Wow didn't have an option. Even now we yeah. see him as little Bow Wow. You know, we see that. But with with YouTube right. and all the social media your audience can grow with you. And I feel like the people behind the scenes failed to do that are, are failing to understand that her audience is not Or they're just making so much money on that one image that they're not really concerned with trying to transition her into something different as she's getting older because they're making so much money on this targeted audience. Because, just, I mean, you got to admit, six to 10-year-olds, they have phones now. They have internet now. They're they're streaming shit. They're looking at shit. They're, they're playing shit over and over and that's the the targeted crowd. What has whereas to a sixteen to eighteen year old, they're really not doing too much of that. I mean, yeah, they're doing it, but not as much as our kids and our age type of kids. So I feel like right now they're making so, so much money and it's so lucrative for that type of age group that they're really not concerned with trying to transition her to another age group. She probably doesn't have the power or the mental power to decide, hey, I'm going to do this. But that's what they need to do. I feel that um, the conversation, the sexual orientation conversation is more suited for 12 to 17. A 10-year-old, mm -hmm. please get out of my face about whether you like little boy or little girl because you need to like your schoolwork. Exactly. <laughs> you need to like the playground. You need to like brushing your motherfucking teeth. Like they don't, 10-year-olds mm -hmm. don't even know how to wipe themselves properly. So why are we talking about your <laughs> sexual orientation? That like you don't right. you aren't prepared to have sex. So let's not talk about it. Like, you know, and that's how I feel. Um, but we did incorporate a new segment. Yes, we did. I know that's right. I know they lying. In this segment, mm. we will talk about um things that have come up during the week where it's just they lying on my nigga Trey songs. He ain't do it. Fuck you mean. I mean, he did do that shit visibly on camera. He Trey he Songs. Do it apprehended a police officer <laughs> and it's so funny because for one why is the r&b singing ass nigga apprehending any goddamn body and the then, but the issue is is that he was apprehending a police officer for letting him know we were at a football game please put your mask on he was mad that he was in a public space with a lot of people and did not have his mask on and was being asked to leave or being redirected to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. And in that section, I just feel like um, the altercation was very entitled to Trey songs. He was probably on some, you know the fuck I am? Mm -hmm. I wish I could do that. Yeah, do it. Do I feel like, uh, do, that, do yeah. I feel like I blame him though? Fuck no, I, I, I do not blame him for doing what? that and using his power and his motherfucking entitlement to, to, to go ahead and Headlock the nigga real quick. And what I was gonna say, in about? that situation, and I feel like this is really just double jeopardy thing. I feel like we see people of another race do this all the time. Oftentimes, where it's a rich Absolutely. somebody else, they'll be like, oh, you know who I am? I don't have to put that on. And people will walk off. But because Trey Songs acted like, do you know who I am? It became an altercation. So, so react, you know? Um, yeah. I don't really have much to say. I do think it was very dumb of him to think he was gonna be Trey Songs at a football game with no mask on and one nobody. Yeah, facts. 
if, 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 if a security or a police officer or somebody from the game didn't say nothing, the backlash he would have received the next day on yeah. social media from being in fucking public around that many people without a mask on, it, what, yeah. it, it was going to be an issue either way. I feel like right. he 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 got lucky by getting in this altercation because now people are right. kind of on the same page we're on. Exactly. Like, yeah, he did that shit. They're less Fuck focused the on the fact that you didn't have a mask and they're more focused on the fact that you got into an altercation. Yeah, so I, I, that, that's what I think. But really, it's just about Danny Lay. That, that I know she's fucking lying <laughs> because mm. don't ever do not fucking ever get some braids in your hair for an Instagram PSA. She came with some braided, knotless bohemian braids, whatever the case may be, and she said the dumbest apology I ever fucking heard. First, she doesn't see color. But she knows she's a red bone. She knows she has a chocolate man. And she knows she has dark skin friends. And I don't know why her man is chocolate, but her friend is dark skin. Whatever. But okay. it's just like, I, I don't. I guess think, chocolate is a more sexual tone, but for, girl, I mean, you know. I don't give a fuck. Bitch, I, I thought you saying. didn't see color. How, how the fuck you know you a red bone then? What was the point of the song if you don't see color? And then her, right, right, like true. really, it, her, the whole thing just gave off of, I don't know what to say. I'm just trying to be politically correct. I would have respected her more. She said like, it has nothing to do about being light skin and dark skin. It was nothing towards dark skin women in general. But this one bitch that's been getting on my nerves, I got her nigga and I just wanted to let her know. I got her nigga. Right. And I would respect that exactly. more than the bullshit she fed us. I don't see color. I feel like that's the typical racist or passive aggressive racist person. That 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 that's their reasoning. Like, oh, I know I treated you different than the other light skinned person, but I don't see color. Please don't think that. It it was an accident. Like, shut up. You do see color. Yeah. Everyone sees color. You have to. We see in color. And, you know, if you don't see color, that means you're doing me and everybody else an injustice. Because if you don't see color, that means that you don't see my plight. And is that what you're saying? Because you said you're red, right. bone, so you must resonate with it. Yeah. Um. With her apology, I felt like um, it could have been a little bit more well-versed, even if she did kind of just take her time. She didn't have to speak out so quickly. Um, she if she was going to do it in that manner, I feel like she should have sat down with her PR team and her label and kind of like went over some different tactics to try to smooth things over. I don't feel like she really put a lot of thought into the apology. I don't feel like she put a, a lot of energy into it. I just feel like she just tried to hurry up and get in there and extinguish the fire. And she really didn't put much, um, much thought into the actual apology. I think there wasn't um, much I'm not sure because she, she wasn't recorded sorry. it multiple times. I'm not sure if it was on live. I'm really not sure how that went, but I feel like it just wasn't. It just wasn't well versed. It just, it just wasn't like she didn't put a lot of energy into it. So I really feel like it was just a lot of bullshit. Um, me being a light skinned woman myself, a light skinned African American woman who was mixed with nothing. Um, I don't feel like. I, I wasn't offended by her song. I'm not going to cap to you. It, it wasn't offensive to me. But at the same time, I felt like it, it may hurt a lot of people saying what her saying, what she said. But I mean, I really don't have a lot to say on that other than the fact that she should have just been a little bit more well-versed in her apology. And it should have seemed more genuine, even if it took her a little bit more time to apologize and smooth things over. The like, song, I just, it, it didn't offend me at all. It offensive to me. It was just offensive that it sucked. It was offensive that. It was, it was offensive to me that it was so offensive and it sucked and you didn't think anything of it. You know, like me, yeah. particularly as a light-skinned woman, did he want to fuck with a red bone offend me? No. But could I immediately see who it did offend? 
Yes, as a person who made the song and probably listened to it at least 10 times before you posted that shit, Mm-mm. why didn't it resonate with you? And then the, the baby was the first comment. So why didn't it resonate with him as having a dark-skinned daughter? Uh, and he has another daughter, which I don't know. Looks like he says looks just like his first daughter. So I assume to be dark-skinned. With dark-skinned daughters, why yeah, don't the baby you think- was at his uh, birthday party. They, they're both dark-skinned. So, you know, why are you encouraged? He want to fuck with a red bone. Like, it's not an empowerment song because it's not I'm a red bone and I'm happy. It's not I'm light-skinned and I'm proud. It's you boasting about what a nigga want, about another person's preference. Like, it, it's, it's just very pick-me. It's very everything everybody thinks about you is true type vibes. Like, you didn't do anything good yeah. for yourself. And with this whole Danny Lay situation, it gave me more respect for... um Latina, Latiana, G Herbo and Ari situation. Because yeah. I feel like the reason she doesn't say shit is because of stuff like this. Danny Lay, she can't win for losing. But you also keep doing dumb shit. But I feel like that's why Latiana is just real. Post my pictures and go. I'm not going to go back and forth with nobody because she knows the outlook that fans and consumers have that, oh, you took somebody Yeah, she's not going to say no stupid shit like that. And Ari is a light-skinned woman herself. Even though, And I wouldn't doubt if she's mixed, to be honest with you, with something at least. But uh, I just don't, because she, she gives me those type of vibes. Her face... I think she's like Dominican or something too, but yeah, I knew it. But besides that, though, and I don't think I don't know what her dad looks like, but in my head, I don't think either one of them are dark skinned. But just it's not even about saying the red bone thing; just in general, not saying too much because you know the situation you're in as a fan, consumer, whoever. We look at you stealing G Herbo from Ari as a fan, consumer, whoever. We look at what you call it, Danielle stealing the baby from Mimi. So, you know, like mm-hmm. with, with that, and if you cared about your president, your image, which I guess you don't have to, you would just tread more lightly with what you say and what yeah. you do and how and how you boast about things. And it's just like, mm-hmm. she's so young and so awesome. This my nigga. And type shit that she's just doing and saying whatever without thinking of her image. Like at the end of the day, don't you still want to be a star? So tread fucking lightly. Like the baby is a superstar, bitch. Get out his shadow. Please. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's crazy because it, it's so fucked up because Danny Lay um, is actually a really good artist. Like, if you go back and listen to her. I have a few of her songs. She, I like her. She's and a really good artist. I think she's like, a protege she's a really of artist, And I think that it's a shame that she's letting this situation really consume her. I don't feel like she should have even released the snippet. She said she didn't release a song that's not a real song. It's something that was just in her phone that she did in the studio that she was just feeling real good about. And that's fine. But Fuck that. What time, that said to me like is like, y'all, it wasn't even a real song. I was just trying to person. piss that bitch off. That's how that sounds. Yeah, it was projected to be towards, and that's the thing. When something goes wrong, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like a, a, when you was trying to stunt goes wrong, you're trying to stunt on Mimi. Like, and I feel like the song personally was personally directed at his baby mom. I really do feel like it was directed at her. And I feel like when when something goes wrong, like you tried to, oh yeah, my nigga like red bone, blah blah blah. That's cool and everything, but now you're getting dragged because now other dark that's skin nothing women to are boast about. Play about it. Because if the sole reason the baby left Mimi was because you were of a lighter comple- complexion, bitch, fuck and that's you what she's trying to make the you baby. And it's just fucking distasteful. Like you know, and the baby should have spoke up. Like bitch, you make me look bad for one. Like, you know, yeah. really, that should have been, and I don't know if they had that conversation, but that's a conversation that needed or needs to be had. Cause bitch, don't ever make it seem like I just left my, my dark skin baby mom for you. Cause you're a light skin. I have dark skin daughters and that's the stance he needed to take. <laughs> and yeah. I hope he took, um, yeah. Do we have time for pussy? Talk? I agree. Okay. You ready for pussy talk? I am. 
as a listener should oh i be telling y'all <laughs> but as a listener should know by now tanisha is in the virgin island so i thought today for pussy talk it'll be great to talk about vacations do's don'ts and musts and like just some of the experiences we may have so like when you go on a vacation what's some things you pack like what has to come are you a lingerie packing person do you need lube do you need toys like do, do you we don't do any of that do you go thinking like okay as soon as we get to this <laughs> island we fucking in the window yeah, we do. Like, we always <laughs> think about where we're going to um, have sex at. So, usually we get, like, a balcony if we can or get, like, a really, really nice view. Like, this morning I was getting my pussy egg when I was looking out at the ocean. So, that yeah. was cool. That's like being but, in heaven. But, you know, like, we, we like to turn it up a little bit. But, I mean, it's nothing major. We really treat it like home. Like, we, we've, we've been out of town so many times with each other that now it's just kind of like we be just chilling. But, I mean... Oddly enough, last night when we were at a stripper party, we had just kind of stumbled across a local stripper party, and um, there was a lady who invited us to a swingers party. Did you go? So, huh? Did you go? No, we do not. She was. If she was. I would have like, went. Uh-oh. I, I would have. I don't know if I would have swung, <laughs> but I would. <laughs> I would have went. I, I would have pushed everyone. Let's go. Let's go see. No, she, and, 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 I would and my girlfriend is very sure. like. Um, she's not uncomfortable, but. It makes She's her, bashful. Like, <laughs> she, yeah, bashful of <laughs> talking about her, her like her sexuality, just like talking about it. People see her, they see obviously, you know, that she is a woman and that she dresses like a man. So, I mean, it's like obviously right there for you, for you to see, but she doesn't like to talk about it like in depth. So we had like a cab driver last night that was giving us real sex trafficker vibes, like, you know, asking us like, questions about our sexuality and just all types of shit girl they unfiltered down here but like, I was say, you're also in the island so i don't think that they that like as far as two women being together and walking around i don't think that it's like not that it's not normal it's 2021 it's normal everywhere but as just we haven't accepted, seen any have we seen a gay couple down here yeah i just saw one at the the aquarium okay so we just seen one today out of all the places that we've been we've just seen a person we just seen a couple today we've seen one lady that last night at the stripper party she was uh, she was gay yeah i was gonna say my my assumption is that maybe not they're just not super outspoken they just probably never seen it they're like oh you guys must be from the he was very interested and it seemed like a genuine interest like it wasn't like trying to make us feel uncomfortable i don't think I think it was just him being very genuinely interested in oh my god, and he was from Jerusalem too, so they don't oh, they don't see people. a lot of that. Yeah, you know I'm what I'm saying? Like, so I'm I like, feel like um, and it's Isn't a lot of that Jesus is forbidden born? in his country still. Um, you said what? I said, isn't Jerusalem where Jesus was born? Yeah, and when yeah. he said it, he said, uh, "I said, where are you from?" He said, uh, "I'm from the Holy Land." I said, "Oh, you from Jerusalem?" He said, "Yeah, I'm from Jerusalem." <laughs> so yeah, it was um, funny. For me, when it comes to vacations, vacations or whatever, it we don't plan on doing things, but it's always about the hotel, the scenery, and like having sex. Like, I don't really pack toys. I don't. I'm not a lean, lean lingerie type bitch. You know, it's a, it's a lot of work just for it to come off. So like Valentine's okay. Day, special occasions, that's it. But um, for me, it is about experiences. So if I was in the Virgin Islands, they asked me to go to the okay. swingers party, I would have been on my motherfucking way because I don't know any of these people. <laughs> If we would have decided to swing a little bit, who's going to tell anybody? We don't know you. You don't know us. 
and you across the motherfucking ocean. So, you know, what's done in the Virgin Islands, stay in the Virgin Islands. No, you are that type of person. Like you you more of like a YOLO, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, you are like that. People don't really know our audience, whoever's not personal friends, I'll know that. But yeah, you're very more like Ooh, bitch, YOLO one, once in a lifetime. Yeah, you know, I would have been like, like look, did, even but... right now, I'm cheesing like, damn, she went to the swingers party. They invited her. <laughs> Fuck, I wasn't there. Ah. The craziest no, thing. No, I think that I would have went if I was with my friends. Like, no, bitch, you can't swing with your friends. See. You can't swing. No, I can't, but I can go, we can go see it and like not feel, make, not make my spouse feel uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? I, like, and that, and that's what I'm saying to too. I'm, I'm not I, into like I think swinging. I think my I think my spouse is similar similar to your spouse, just as far as being like, what the fuck you want to go there for? I just see fact. <laughs> he would have treated you. He would have treated you if you were like, yeah, let's go. He would have treated you. Yeah, he would have been like, so, oh yeah. So, so you want to swing? No, I want to watch. Right. Like, <laughs> I so I think that it's like a no judgment zone, especially but, when you go with your friends. It's like it's. A different experience but to that though i don't know if he would have because i've told you this story just in our personal passing times but about two years ago we went to hawaii and you know we went to multiple strip clubs and let me tell you hawaii strip clubs is different like it's it's not any twerking but it's very sensual no and it's no bears halt so you don't gotta have no panties no bras no nothing so it'd be people legs wide open like anything flies but in a very like sensual way like it's almost like prostitution on stage <laughs> because it's not like you're not dancing it's not like it's not twerking sexy it's more like a we got the fuck sexy um so we went to a couple strip clubs but it just wasn't the boyfriend girlfriend type vibe it just gave me are you gonna buy pussy or not vibes so um after the strip clubs we ended up going to but we thought was a masseuse lounge. Um, we went in and um, we asked the woman, could we um, have a, a masseuse that can do both of us at the same time, our two masseuses? And so she went to the back to check and then she said, and then she came back and you know, her English was a little broken. She said both at the same time. And we're like, yeah. And then she went back and then she came back again. She said, you sure? And we're like, yeah, bitch. The same time, massages, let's go. And then she went back and came back again. Then she said, do you know where, where, where you're at? And we both dumb as fuck. We like, yeah, Honolulu. And she said, no, 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 no. We, we don't do those kind of massages. And we look in and we're like, what? And so this white man sees that we're not really catching on. And he was like, he was like, um, this is a happy ending place. And we're like, Oh, let's go ahead and exit. But but no, before we exited, I asked like, <laughs> "Can you still do us at the most at the same time?" And no, then <laughs> and she said it costs You're extra. Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and she said You're it, fucking funny she said it costs man. extra. And Q said, "Come <laughs> on, Tyrant, <laughs> can you still do us at the same time?" And Q said, "Get your ass on." He was a little perturbed. He said, "Damn, that's fucked up, though." <laughs> But it it was just it was funny and I think just when traveling though those experiences are fun just depending on like what kind of person you are but like for me a vacation like it's just like enjoying time with your spouse the same way you do with your friends so like going out and I think it's easier to do excursions and touristy Mm -hmm. stuff with your spouse than with your friends because my friends don't want to go look at the fucking Eiffel Tower. We want to, yeah. You know, we want to go party and turn up together. But when you're with your spouse, you have that downtime and that kind of intimate relationship to digest it differently and really make a more meaningful like experience. Yeah, um, me and her were actually just talking about that earlier today at lunch. Um, we were talking about 
our friends in the way that they like to party and the way that they see us taking trips. And then we also talked about the way that we do things. Like we'll, we'll get on a trip and we'll take a nap, but like, you know, when you're out with your friends, ain't no taking no nap. Y'all oh. fuck around and pop some, pop some beans and be up for the whole time. I was just to say, like, I just told you, I would have been up at 6 a.m. You, go, you, you ready go. for a shot? <laughs> that would have been me right, right. there. Waking y'all up. So anyhow, like that, I think that a vacation is all, it's all, just like, like you said, more intimate, more romantic. And I feel like we digest it differently. We like to take our time doing stuff, getting dressed, you know, just enjoying each other's company. She works a lot. So, you know, her being able to wake up late and, you know what I'm saying, stay up late, go to sleep and take naps and all of that shit is something that she does not get to do anytime on the regular. And it's something that I don't really get time to do either because I'm either podcasting or I'm with my kids or whatever the case may be. And I also work my own nine to five. So we kind of just take this time to relax more than party. Um, and even when we were in Atlanta, we did the same thing. So I guess it really depends on where we're at because we did go out um, a couple of times we were in Atlanta. But Atlanta is like a strip club capital. Like there's so, nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah, if you don't go out, if you don't go out, then I mean you're not gonna be seeing the ocean because ain't no ocean nearby. So if you're not gonna be doing, if you're not gonna be doing a lot of day excursions, which I don't think that Atlanta really even has, then I think that mostly it's about partying and the food and. We love to fucking eat. So, I mean, it's it's definitely up there when it comes to the food. And I think that on a vacation, just the date nights are just literally everything. That's my favorite part about um, our the vacations, nice dinners, like, specifically. Uh, just being able about- to get dressed up, go on our date night every night. It's a date night every night. And I think that's what makes it so, so special because we don't get to have that stuff at home. So, yeah. And then... I think that we should let you go and enjoy the rest of your vacation. Um, yes. Before we go, I did just want to yes, say shout out to us because we some motherfucking real podcasters. This episode fucking seven. And I just feel like... Um, ain't no slowing down, bitch. Ain't no slowing down because as y'all see last Fuck, week, I no came in here down, bitch. broke AF <laughs> with okay, no money. I'm just like, no, we still, I'm, I'm still got to record. to be able Huh? No, I was just saying, like, still, I was just like, okay, I got to record, though. This is my job, and I just, I feel great being seven episodes. No, yeah, I definitely, it definitely was stuck right in between um, my day excursion. I wanted to go on a boat today, but we wouldn't have been able to make it back in time. But I just knew that this was something that I had to do. So I just, I really didn't, I I cared a little bit, but not really, because it's something that we had already discussed before coming out here anyhow. And I just really thank Gabe and our team for being able to, like, do this for us you know what i'm saying like we if if it was up to us we probably would never have even been able to do this if we were just recording by ourselves or at home or whatever so i really do appreciate our team taking their time out and making sure that everything was good our levels was checked everything was good to go before we started recording and, shout out and i think screens. it's a really good special thing huh i said shout out green screens Ow. period hmm. and i'll be gone for valentine's day too so i'll be in vegas recording again yeah fuck you yeah. That's so, I mean, show. yeah, we're going to go get some dinner you. right now. I think if you're hungry, we're about to go get something to eat. I'm going to go take some shots and so, live my life here in the soda pop. <laughs> yeah. But thank we're you guys for tuning to in. Enjoy. Well, actually, just to let y'all know that I'm actually thinking about, uh, huh? What you think? What you about? say, Tyra? No, we listening to what you I said. I'm actually thinking about staying another day. Oh, ain't going to affect us. We done recording. You might as well stay. Yeah. I think that I'm thinking about staying another day. Um, just so we can go on this boat ride. <laughs> I think y'all should enjoy yourself. 
<laughs> well, thank you. And I love your post on Instagram. It's cute. Thank you. I'm going to text you. Though. You're welcome. I'll see you. I'll talk to you guys. Bye, Gabe. Thank you guys for including me in this. I really appreciate you guys. Girl, it's your show. I don't think we can't include you. <laughs> <laughs> I miss you, Tyra. I miss you, too. <laughs> Bye.